Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. my very good friends on today's wrestling news we're going to tell you all about those cm punk and we want wyatt chance from last night's episode of raw also on last night's raw nia Jax was busted wide open we will talk the real reason that rick flair requested his wwe release and wwe's network partners aren't happy about bray wyatt's release i'm adam wilborn and i'm andy murray this is the news. Okay, let's uh, kick things off by talking about that raw crowd last night because it was a uh, it was pretty <laughs> spicy. Now you know it wasn't as chaotic as some crowds we've seen. You know when when people talk of taking the show hostage and all that stuff. There was no beach balls, nothing like that. But you know you're in Chicago. Chicago has never been shy of showing its true opinion on something, whether or not it jibes with WWE's narrative or not. You know CM Punk's returning to wrestling. That's their hometown guy and. Bray Wyatt, who's very popular, just got released, and Goldberg, who is like kind of like the new part-time hate figure in WWE, is on the card. You knew they were going to make some noise, you knew there were going to be some chants, and there most certainly were. So before the show even started, there's a bunch of clips doing the rounds on social media of CM Punk, CM Punk, <laughs> during main event tapings, and like, like just before oh. Raw itself kicked off and everything else, they were apparent on the show as well. Uh, there were some in the opening segment, which was Bobby Lashley and Goldberg. There were some while Dewdrop was wrestling, uh, who did she wrestle? Tamina. Uh, there was some during the Miz TV segment that Damian Priest looked like he was having <laughs> a good time with. Uh, and there was some in the Charlotte Flair versus Nikki A.S.H. main event as well, which is interesting because that match got a This Is Awesome chant later yeah. on. So so people were clearly enjoying that to a degree. But there's also a chance of We Want Wyatt. Uh, I mean, you kind of expected that. Uh, this mm. was primarily during the Bobby Lashley and Goldberg segment at the beginning. Now... I think WWE generally did a good job of, you know, if these things were loud and booming and there's loads of clips on social media, they did a good job of making them seem a little bit less overbearing than they often are. Um, it was Because WWE, as we know, and as has been apparent on pretty much every show that's happened since Crowd Returns, they're still sweetening those crowd reactions, brother. Uh, we got that Goldberg ring entrance and everyone was going, Goldberg! We're supposed to believe that after his first mention from Bobby Lashley, the MVP gets thunderous booze around the <laughs> building. So there's some pretty transparent sweetening going on. So maybe that helped mask them. But Adam Wilbur, what do you reckon? I, for one, I'm not into policing crowd reactions. I think paying customers can do and say what they want as long as it's not really offensive. Uh, but what do you reckon, Adam? No, I'm with you. I also enjoyed 
Drew McIntyre to come out to thunderous cheers and Michael Cole, apparently, in the audience going, 16 times for some reason. Uh, look, I love the carnage. It, we all knew what to expect when they were heading to Chicago for Monday Night Raw last night. I mean, they tried to get around it. Like you say, they sweetened the crowd. They very much limited Alexa Bliss's involvement in it all. Kept that backstage so they could just... Just tweak it just that little bit, like you say. I say little bit, turn it in, Adam. Um, I think my only exception to this is the Watchan. I hate yeah, it. The Unless it's Stone Cold, it just it just doesn't work for me. But everything else, yeah, I'll have it out because WWE kind of deserve it, if I'm honest. Yeah. Make some noise, man. Make some goddamn noise. Like, if, you, if McDonald's come through with a new menu item, it doesn't sell well and everyone hates it. Nobody blames the customers. But in wrestling, it seems there's this thing where it's, oh, they're taking the show hostage, blah, 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 they're rebelling. It's like, yeah, I'm sure if you're a wrestler and you're in there and people are chanting for CM Punk, who has nothing to do with the show, it's not nice. But that's, you know, WWE reap what they sow in this regard. These things are a response. They're a reaction to what is being sent to them. They don't think CM Punk is going to show up. They chant this because they don't like what's being presented to them. So for me, the buck starts and ends with the company. Keep your beach balls at home. That, yeah. that kind of yeah. sucks. That kind of sucks. But as far as chants go, have at it, man. I think yeah. it's fun. Do you think Mustafa Ali was going to lose before all the Chicago crowd decided to ruin Monday Night Raw? I get it. It probably works quite well with the story of him and Mansoor. Yeah. But I just thought, as soon as he came out and I went, oh, yeah, he's from Chicago. Well, they're losing to Mace and T-Bar tonight, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah poor but guys, hey, man. at least Keith Lee won. Congratulations, mate. Very happy for you. Sorry to you, Karrion Cross, <laughs> A worse book champion on Raw than Reggie. Uh, right, let's move on and talk about Nia Jax. She got busted wide open uh, in a match with Rhea Ripley last night. It seemed to happen uh, while she was sort of reversing uh, out of an attempted powerbomb. Uh, Ripley taking her down to the mat. Um, to be honest, it seems fine. She wasn't affected. The match finished normally. She even got hit by the Riptide post-match by yeah. Rhea Ripley. The big baby face that she is. Um... <laughs> I feel bad. Look, from all accounts, she appears to be fine. Uh, no word on, and you know, if it's going to take her out of the ring for any time. But you would assume not. Hopefully not. Yeah. But, uh, I do feel a bit guilty, but this always kind of adds to a match when I when I see it. You know, not blading or busting wide open every single match, but sometimes on occasion I do kind of like it. If that sounds quite ghoulish, Andy. No, I hear you. I hear you. Obviously, you don't want people to get hurt and everything else. And we're not going to sit here and go, hey, I hope that person gets cut tonight. Um, But at the same time, you know, when there is a little bit of accidental color and the person isn't harmed by it and everything else, it can add a bit of extra heat and intensity to an encounter. Obviously, you hope Nia Jax is okay. She kind of looked like Two-Face. Like half of her face was just red and then the rest was as it normally is. So yeah, shout out, to, shout out to you, Andy, actually, for the write-up of this because I love the phrase "crimson mask," and I, I, I like that that's been added to the article. It's a beautiful phrase, isn't it? A crimson bloody mask. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk Ric Flair, who was released Woo! by WWE Sorry. yesterday. Um, this is an interesting report. Uh, so Wrestling Inc. and Fightful actually co-broke the story, and then Fightful Select have come through with some new information. Uh, on Ric Flair's release. He requested his release, by the way. He went to Vince and said, hey, let me out. And Vince McMahon did indeed let him out. Apparently, according to sources of Fightful Select, Flair was pretty frustrated with certain creative things that were happening on the show, certain booking decisions. He went up to Vince, voiced his issues, and then requested his release, and it was granted. Now, 
This is interesting, this player hasn't been on TV for a while since earlier this year, but he has spoken out against that uh, not for us Lacey Evans storyline, shall we say, with Charlotte Flair and everything else. Um, but it's said here from one of the sources that uh, he was particularly unhappy with some recent booking decisions that he didn't like. So Ric Flair's gone. He's out of WWE. Uh, not much more to add than that, I guess. He wasn't really being used all that often. But he was good for a nostalgia pop here and there. I'm sure he was useful in his ambassador's role as well. Uh, what do you reckon of Ric Flair fleeing the coop? I'm, I'm simultaneously surprised and not surprised whatsoever by all of this, actually. Like you say, they had the storyline with Lacey Evans, which, oh, I did not enjoy. And, you know, I, I, I felt like they were just misutilizing him if I'm perfectly honest occasionally it worked like when he was just saying how great Randy Orton was but for the most part it did feel like they were just putting him out there for the sake of saying they could put Ric Flair out there I'm intrigued to see what happens next particularly with that photo that was all over social media of Tully on and FTR throwing up the four maybe who knows he could head to AEW he could be the next name to be announced to be All Elite and I suppose even then the mutants on Twitter will say oh Another WWE cast off, I see, despite the fact that's not how it works, but still uh, yeah, intriguing to see where he goes next is the best way of putting this, I think, Andy. Yeah, for sure. So, what you're saying is that he is definitely Kenny Omega's opponent at All Out, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I still can't believe they're not going to do Hangman, if I'm perfectly honest, but well, let's yeah. just wait and see what happens on Dynamite this week. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about Bray Wyatt's WWE release. We talked yesterday about how that had affected morale backstage and. Well, the company's networking partners aren't happy either. This comes from Andrew Zarin of the Mat Men Pro Wrestling Podcast, who quoted a network source basically saying they are disappointed and a little bit scared by the situation. I'll read you the tweet. Andrew Zarin tweeting, uh, on vacation, so I'm behind with stuff. I'm hearing a lot of frustration from the networks regarding Bray's release. He says, uh, uh, of course, the network's all saying, Bray's release is really disappointing and a little scary that top stars are being let go. You have to remember, perception is everything. So it's yeah, not 100%. just backstage that are yeah. affected by this now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, this release, like I said yesterday, kind of blew me away. Uh, mm. Of all the names, you know, Braun was a surprise, but Bray Wyatt was like, oh, mm. the, the, like regardless of what you think subjectively of his output, and we've been critical of it 100% and stand by those criticisms, think they're fair. Uh, but a lot of people are really into this guy, and he sold loads of merchandise and everything else. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if a TV exec looks at this guy who is so striking visually and everything else and goes, what? Why have, you, why have you gotten rid of him? These people are coming from a non-wrestling perspective as well. They're not necessarily big wrestling nerds like us dorks. Uh, so they have a completely different view on the situation. And uh, yeah, I, I, I can understand this completely. Um, feels like there are more twists to this Bray Wyatt tale. I, honest to God, wouldn't be surprised if he ended up back in WWE. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll talk more about him in a second. And uh, you mentioned the merch. <laughs> you see the photo on Twitter that you're apparently selling Bray Wyatt merch. Still at full price on last Monday yeah. Night Raw. So, yeah. yeah, I suppose they just don't need him in the company. as you sell his stuff regardless. Uh, let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE. Ryan Ahad starts us off today. Ahad Ahad. Ahad, I'll go with. Uh, Ryan says, so with how WWE is releasing big name stars and internal workers, do you think WWE will be the place that future professional wrestlers would want to go to? I think this is a very interesting discussion. And uh, 
A lot of people just assume that because WWE is the biggest company in professional wrestling that everyone by default wants to go there. But we have plenty of evidence to show that that's not necessarily the case. How many big names have turned down WWE over the years? The Kenny Omegas, the Young Bucks, the Hangman Pages. There's loads more you can potentially quote. Um, there, uh, WWE obviously has incomparable levels of exposure. They're the biggest platform, everything else. Um, but, you know, elsewhere, people might be more creatively fulfilled and, and other arguments that you can apply as well. I think, however, that with younger wrestlers, if you're, say, uh, some 19, 20-year-old who's just been signed by WWE, you've come up watching that program and not really knowing anything else a lot of the time. Like, WWE had the monopoly in the United States, so they will always have that hold from this generation in particular who've grown up in the post-Monday Night War era. Um, but it's going to vary from case to case. I will say, however, if you look at recent releases and the justification given for them, justification given for them, um, it doesn't exactly make it look like a great place to work, does it? No, exactly. I think, you know, it was your boy who went to NXT UK, who popped up on, who was on AEW for a bit, the British guy. His name's completely ben Carter. escaped. Ben, ben Carter. Carter. I think he could genuinely be one of the last ones because it's those people who've grown up with all they've known is WWE and that makes sense that you want to elevate yeah. yourself to that level. But it, it, there's so many other options now. I'm not just going to say people are suddenly going to go, oh, I want to be AEW. You could yeah. want to end up in New Japan. You could end up, want to end up in Game Changer Wrestling. Who bloody knows? But I think <laughs> the times they are a changing, to quote, Robert Dillon. Uh, right, second question today comes from <laughs> David Rivera, who says, Saludos, leyendas, uh, which is apparently leyendas, greetings, nice. legends in Spanish. Apologies for ruining that language. Uh, David says, continuing the whole Bray Wyatt discussion, you mentioned impact as a as a possibility. Yep, Andy said that could be where he heads yesterday. How about New Japan with a fiend-like character? He could be a destroyer, gaijin-like Vader. Thoughts? So, like... My opinion on this differs with a lot of people. I actually think New Japan is the worst fit for Bray Wyatt because uh, with, with all due respect to his performance ability and everything else, he doesn't exactly have a long string of traditionally like great matches, the kind of which that would go over well in New Japan, like traditionally well-worked things that aren't, you know, with loads of smoke and mirrors and gimmicks and everything else. So I, I don't necessarily think he's a great fit. Um, for that promotion also like the Vader comparison Vader was terrifying he was bigger <laughs> than Bray he was just naturally scarier than Bray with Bray it's a different kind of fear it's more uh, horror movie-ish it's more kind of cartoony it's more elaborate um, whereas Vader was just a massive giant dude who was really stiff and got his eyeball knocked out and just continued fighting um, <laughs> so I think it's different levels of appeal uh, I'm not convinced by Bray in New Japan I don't think that that's a good fit for him however I will acknowledge that you don't really know what people are capable of until they get out of a system that might be restricting them. So I wouldn't rule it out entirely. Let me guide you? No. Okay, final question today <laughs> no. comes from Mimi Burris, uh, who says, uh, Hi guys, from Johnny Drip Drip's Dripstick to Hacksaw Jim Duggan's 2x4, what is your guys' all-time favourite signature prop in wrestling? Have a great Tuesday. You have a great Tuesday too, Mimi. Oh, man, right, I'm going to age myself here by naming a, a trio of props that I love. Jim Cornette's tennis racket. Yes! Say what you will about Jim Cornette. He was a great manager. And that ten ra tennis racket, when it was loaded up in particular, ruled. Uh, Bruiser Brody's chains 
and Stan Hansen's bull rope with the, the cowbell attached. Mainly because if you watch those guys doing their ring entrances <clears throat> and they're swinging these things around, if you're in the way of that, you are getting flattened because those guys were terrifying. So those are my three props. Also, shout out to Moppy. Why not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I do. I did love Xavier Woods' trombone for a while and the way he would sell it getting murdered. Uh, I'm also a guy who loves head, of course. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to conclude by saying a PG that show. my favourite is probably Razor Ramon's toothpick because I have to pick that because I've incorporated that into my D&D character. Titus Thunderbastard Caligabi, when he wants to start a fight, throws his gold toothpick at someone. So I'm going to have to go with that one. God, I'm sad sometimes, aren't I, Andy? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> like what you like. It's okay. Uh, let's conclude exactly. with today's and finally. Uh, and we talked about Ric Flair uh, leaving WWE. And Evil Uno responded to it saying, Ric Flair should join Dark Order. For real, though, let's party. Woo, man. Which is just, <laughs> I think might be the one thing that convinces Rick to go to AW. That tweet. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's tremendous. Evil Uno is one of the champions of Twitter and the champion in all of our hearts. Uh, very interested to see what Ric Flair's next move is going to be, for sure. Yeah, let us know your thoughts in the comments section down below. As with everything that we have discussed, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and one of the Dadly Boys. Which one? You'll have to find out. One of them's on holiday all week, and you can probably guess one which one that is. Actually, if you listen to any of the podcasts yesterday, we're going to be reviewing Raw and previewing NXT later on today. Plus, let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at. You follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Happy Birthday Nyla Rose, the undisputed champion of wrestling Twitter. Really love her takedowns. She's a legend. Respect. And a friend of the channel. Happy birthday, Nyla. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.